All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, we've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five. about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Hey y'all, it is five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. Did I just hear a beer crack over there, Mr. Hall? Uh, you probably did, but it didn't come from me as I have already opened mine and I'm well on my way to I'm pulling mine out of the toast. fridge. John, I have super exciting news for you. We have an accomplice today that knows how oh, to yeah. say chich- that knows how to say chicharone. Um, oh, is Kennedy, it Ray Daniels? It is not. It is Agostino Arrioli of <laughs> Birifico Italiano. Uh, Kennedy did the amazing <laughs> job. Kennedy did the amazing job of getting us Ago, the, the creator of Tipo Pills, which we've talked about on the show a million times. And then he didn't show up to hear us talk to him. Um, so, Ago, let's jump right into it. Are you aware of what your, what your wonderful little Pilsner, for lack of a better word, has become? It's the harbinger of a style here in America that we all now call dry hopped pilsners, Italian pills because of Tipo. Um, hello, hello, everybody. First, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and uh, yes, I'm uh, I'm aware of it. Um, I mean, I'm living in Italy, not in the U.S., but uh, I've um, there are many people now. Nowadays, in the last one one year, let's say, who are asking to me about the story uh, of the Tipo piece, Birificio Italiano, and my and my idea of uh, dry hopping uh, pills, and so yeah, I'm aware that something's happening, and um, I'm um, as you probably know, I, I'm a good friend of, of uh, some uh, American brewers like uh, Matthew Brinelson. Firestone, si, si. and uh, so we've been talking about uh, Pilsner since many years, and um, as you probably know, either I organize a festival that dedicated to the Pils style beers. It's called uh, Pils Pride in Italy and Pils in Love in the U.S. And so I had the chance in the last years to meet many, many fellow friends, brewers, and talk about the Pils. And the side pizza and the deep pills. Now, let me ask you a question as a as a brewer. So, so my story with Tipo pills is another brewer introducing me to it, which I think, I, I mean, that'd be the story I'd want to hear if I was you. But we were over in Denmark, and we were eating at um, 
I think it's called Bar, but it, it used to be Noma. You know the restaurant in Denmark. Yeah, of course. Used Noma, to be Noma. Yeah, is yeah. it called? Yeah. But not Noma anymore. The old Noma space is now a beer-centric bar, a pretty exceptional bar, and I think it's called Bar. But anyway, we were over there having breakfast, and I was looking at an amazing list with hundreds of beers on it. I was sitting with my friend um, Jeff, who chief to those of you who listen to the show. But uh, he was drinking your beer and draft and Jeff O'Neill. This is if I didn't say so, Jeff O'Neill chief, but um, he was drinking your beer draft. And I was like, look at this and all the old goos and all the things they had. And I said, what are you drinking? He said, I'm drinking Tipo pills. You'll love it. So I had one with him. I did love it. Then I tried to order other beers and kept going back to Tipo pills. So that's my experience with the beer before you become such a hot topic around here. So these articles start happening. And as the articles explain it to me, and I'd, I'd rather hear it from you if we can, but basically what Kennedy's article, and I read a couple of other articles around the same time, say is that you were just trying to make a good, legitimate German Pilsner at your brewery without a German recipe, let's say. And you just said, here's what they must be doing. You did what you wanted to do. And it worked out being what we all now know as Tipo Pilz. Is that story close to what happened? Is that what was going on? It is exactly what happened. So mm -hmm. thank you. For, because you resumed <laughs> very well this, the story of the Tipo Pilz and my own story. Because it's not a, it's not a matter of only of Tipo Pilz, but of... of but all my years, uh, I just tried to um, try it in the past. Nowadays, I don't try anymore. I just go straight to what I, I want. But uh, at the very beginning, I was uh, trying to, uh, uh, let's say, uh, brew some um, styles uh, according to uh, brewing according to some styles. But uh, I'm, <laughs> I mean, at the end, I always put something different, something new, something that I would like more than uh, the, the, the traditional style, the classic style. So this, this is what happens with, with the Tipu Pils, where, where uh, uh, I was brewing it, uh, aiming to uh, reproduce something uh, similar to the Jever Pils, that was my favorite beer at that time. Uh, a, a pils, as you, as you of course know from the northern part of uh, no, we uh, lose them. Where that uh, mm -hmm. I was a very scarce brewer. What somebody just spoke? Can you, can I can hear, hear you perfectly, Ago, but I think Sorry. somebody was trying to talk over you. Sorry, I couldn't hear him. Oh, okay. Hand. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, keep, so, keep going, um, Ago. You're fine. Yeah. So I was trying to uh, replicate something similar to the Yever pills. And uh, I was aware that it, uh, I was a scarce brewer at that time. And still am. I am. But uh, <laughs> at that time, 25 years ago, much more. And so I called the beer 
type of pills that means a kind of a pills so i thought uh, okay uh, people won't bother me if this is not a real pills uh, because <laughs> yeah so i'm i can can relax you know and at the same time i start to do something uh, that that wasn't um, typical in 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 a pilsner style beer that was the the dry hopping because i i'm traveling to england i uh, so this practice of uh, adding some uh, hot plugs into the cask and uh, at, at the beginning of the Beerfitch Italiano I had some some very small uh, lagering tanks okay. uh, 400 liters that means uh, three three American barrels uh, a bit more than three American barrels and I thought well at the end my my tanks are not that bigger than than uh, than a cask than an English cask. So I would like to add some. I I, I can do the same in in my in my serving yeah. tanks, and okay. and that's what I did. I mean, uh, I was already a fan. Uh, I was fond of uh, hop and all the hop aroma uh, that you can find uh, in uh, in Germany and. Um, now I, I love any op from everywhere from the world, but uh, <laughs> uh, 25 years ago, I was focused on the German hops, of course. And uh, so that's what I did. I started uh, dry hopping. At the beginning, the tipo pills was a double dry hop uh, pills because I used to uh, dry hop in during the primary fermentation and during the, the, the maturation, lagering. Yep. But nowadays, uh, it's uh, we we only do one dry hopping, in, in during at the beginning of the lagering time. That is very short. Okay, that all makes perfect sense. Um, so I'm gonna how, I'm gonna how short is short? The lagering time. Short. Oh, it's, yeah. it's uh, averagely it's um, four weeks. Yeah. So okay. that's four weeks that, at two Celsius. Two Celsius. Okay. So it's not an extremely extremely low temperature like the one that the German use, like uh, zero or minus one, minus two could be even. Uh, it's uh, two Celsius. So that it's funny because you know in America we're such an ale culture. When when I make a lager, we we lager for five weeks. And we think we're doing it forever, and you're doing four and calling it very short. It's it's uh it, it's just a funny perspective change. So speaking oh, yeah. of perspectives, <laughs> I'm like five weeks, and of my course, partner's like in Italy is the same. Listen <laughs> to me. I mean, in Italy is the same at, the, at this time uh, right now. In Italy, there are uh, many friends, uh, brewers, and uh, other brewers, the colleagues. Let's say that are um, lagering uh, pills for uh, two weeks, and then they use uh, uh -huh. centrifuges and uh, stuff like that, and so they they can have a a, a, a beer already packed packaged in, yep. in, a, in two and a half weeks, maybe. maybe. I definitely there's definitely people on one side of my team life who tell me they've read something that suggests I could lager for as short as two or three weeks and. 
and they, yes. they get told to buzz off. They get they get told yeah, to I buzz would, off. I would leave um, the, the pitchforks and torches to your brewery if that was happening. But um, but anyway, so so what's funny about this article? So this article's so to just I want to frame this in the context of time. You're talking 25 years ago, which is you know significant and absolutely makes sense for your story, but. Myself, being somebody who started brewing small home stuff 15 years ago and professional 10 years ago, I go, I've never written any recipe that doesn't have a dry hop in it. It's just how, in my <laughs> mind, in my mind of brewing, even if I'm doing a pastry stout, I throw some hop I think will complement the pastryness, you know, in fermentation, usually during active, not all the way at the end. Um, and so I've over 10 years, I've made 50 different lagers, all 50, no matter what style I'm trying to do. If I'm trying to do German or Czech or just making one up or an IPL, they all have dry hopping to them. So when all this news about you broke and the American publicity was talking about, well, if you dry hop a Pilsner, it's an Italian Pilsner. I was like, wait a second, that every beer I've ever made was an Italian Pilsner. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, why not? So let's so let's let's go back to um and it became a funny joke. We actually do I now do make so having read your story, I will tell you it's kind of an homage to you. There was this pilsner I've always wanted to make that we didn't get around to, where I was structuring it around the different types of holler tower. So Middlefew and Blanc and Magnum. And I just wanted to layer those on each other. Magnum at about you know, 60 and 10 minutes and then middle few at Whirlpool with some Blanc and then more middle few on the end. And when I read this article, I was like, oh, my all holler tower German is actually an Italian. So we made that and called it an Italian Pilsner. So now I am one of those people copying you in some way. So thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. No problem. You know what I think at the end, uh, Italian style Pilsner uh, doesn't exist. I mean, it's it's just, you know, the result of a, a kind of uh, open-minded and creative and a bit ignorant brewer 25 years ago in Italy. And uh, oh. I would I would like the, this, this known style to uh, keep uh, open to uh, everybody and for any new ideas and everything. So it's a, it, it, I don't want it to be a style. Yeah, but let, let, me, let me try to counter that idea of yours. And I understand what you're saying and I love it. And I definitely appreciate its modesty and what it's from. But allow me to say this, in the big picture American brewing, dry hop lagers existed before Tipo Pills became the focus of the discussion. And we would call them IPLs. And I myself was guilty of this, where you're trying to make a super clean, super lean, super pretty Pilsner, and then putting some kind of sweeter aromatic hop all over the dry hopping. And at least for me personally, and I think I'm seeing it in the market as, you know, Pilsner brewing gets better and people get better at it. The change of thought to try to make what you would make as a beautiful, authentic Pilsner and feel free to stack your hopping all the way through dry. I think it's made, has killed the idea of an IPL, a India pale lager, which was just a dry hop lager and created a, mm -hmm. a more, I don't know, a more persistent style, right? Cause what the problem with the 
only dry hopping of a lager, Aga was it had a six week window like an IPA. Whereas if you if you do build as it's been explained as your process and what is now being called Italian, it's still got that beautiful longevity of a proper lager. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't want people to shy away from this term because I think it's making us all think about hopping lager differently. Is that fair? Um, I'm not sure I got your your uh, your. Um, I'm sorry. Say it one hundred percent. No, I'm sorry about my English, but it's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, this is also. Uh, um, we should talk about the the hops that uh, yes. you're using. In in Italy, when we say India Pale Lager, we usually um, mean a lager that is. Uh, where we use American style, Australian Pacific hops. So this is in, the, in India pale lager. It's okay. a wide, uh, wide range of beers, of course, can be strong, light and any kind, but uh, it's, it's some, in that, those beers you always use some American or uh, let's say, I don't want to use the the the, uh, the provenience of the hops, but the, the the characteristic of the hops. So fruity, exotic, um, a lot of uh, citrusy notes. Uh, okay, uh, that's that is uh, India Pale Lager, um, a, 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 an Italian a dry hop pills or a dry hop lager. Uh, in my opinion, can also be uh, some some a beer where you use only traditional German hops or some maybe a, a bit of Slovenian hops or some uh, new hops from from Germany like Saphir or maybe now there's a very interesting one that I've been I, I use for a, for a test brew uh, that's called Tango and um, but uh, those hops they mm. have uh, the, the main characteristic of those hops is herb, the herbal character, not the fruit, not the fruity one. I, 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 am I explaining myself? Do you understand what? Very I'm much, saying? perfectly. Yeah, Perfect. that makes sense to me. Perfect. So it's, yeah, that it's, makes total sense. Hmm. It's very important. That's why. That's why uh, I love uh, um, this. this uh, Again, so fruity and a rich and aromatic hops, but at the same time, I think that there, sh there should be a place in the in the in the in the wide range of craft beers for beers brewed only with more herbal and um, let's say uh, simple hops like uh, like mittelfru as you as you yeah. as you mentioned before or uh, whatever you know saphir uh, spalter select uh, can be this this tango tango that is, is very very nice nice one and so on so i'm going to have to seek out fruity. yeah i'm going to have to seek out tango i actually just made a um a let's call it a Maybach version of a dry hopped Italian lager we just did, but we just used Magnum and Tet on it. And it was, it's my favorite beer. I had, I had mm -hmm. about six of them after a COVID shot yesterday. Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. 
Nope. That might have destroyed hey. your COVID shot. It might, it might have. We'll never know. I didn't hear what Ago just said. Did you guys hear him? Agostino? No, the Did internet is... No, I'm, 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 I'm here. I can hear okay, you. Okay, so, so. Okay, and you told um, me you told us about a Maybok made made with the with the Tetnanger and yeah. um, we yeah. just use Magnum a, we just use Magnum and Tetnanger in the dry hop and to, to yeah. stick with the Italian tradition that I'm now so embracing and it's <laughs> just it's just God it's it's so much fun to drink it it's just so good and and you're right and people should come back to the herbal thing especially on those cleaners but I think they are. And thank you for being part of encouraging that. Um, we need to do this thing we do, Agostino, excuse me, but we need to talk about the beers, which I'm assuming Kennedy didn't get over to Liguria. But um, if he did, good on him. But uh, so we have, we have cans. We can do these in, fast. Yeah, we can. Uh, very fast with this first one. Um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we have cans that are obscured by aluminum foil, um, and we're drinking out of black wine glasses so that we can't see it yeah. and the idea the, the the reason that the thing that brings us together on a seal beer is a candid conversation of beer what it's doing not what we thought it would do um how we like it not how much we were told we would like it so john and i just talk about it and move on so let's talk about it and move on so it tastes like somebody used nectarines in a bellini right that's that's what this is like it's yeah, funny I mean, if, it's... if 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 Kennedy was doing his job and putting us in a northern Italian state of mind with Bellini's good job, um, it's thick. It tastes like like fresh, kind of not fully ripe nectarines. It's got some acidity and a whole bunch of nectarine on it. And yeah, my and only it's question, got some apricot. It's got some white grape. Yeah, and it's got a suspicious slickness to it. But I think it might be lactose. I suspect I'm having some this, of these this, milkshake IPA or sour I, I milkshake no, IPA. This, yeah, this beer is thick. It's got like a, a syrupy consistency to it. With all of the, with, between like the nectarines, the apricot, the white grape, um, this made me think of that juice that was left over at the bottom of the fruit cup in grade school. And Ooh, you know, see, I've got a much more pronounced. Like I've yeah. got a much more pronounced sourness to it. Like it's not sweet like that to me. No, there, 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 there is a bit of a sourness to it. But like there's a bit of a tang, like on the back end, like a little bit of like a puckering. Um, but for me, it's mostly just fruit, and it's that syrupy characteristic that I'm. I'm, you know, I'm not struggling with it, but a 16 ounce can seems seems bold. But I, yeah, it's like I know. said. I then again, I'm not as young as I used to be. Well, I just think I just think this is somebody's sour milkshake IPA. It's it doesn't taste sweet to me, like you were saying, which is why I'm not saying it's lactose. But yeah. there is a slickness to it, which might mean there was some, um, I don't know, pediococcus in the fermentation of the souring. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's I mean it's lovely. If we were if we were splitting this as a cordial in a proper size three and a half ounce Bellini glass, I'd like it a yeah. lot more than most of the things I've had people pour Prosecco in. 
Sure. Um, oh. <laughs> I like when you're, <laughs> talking, you're talking bad about Prosecco. I agree. Hey, 100%. hey I'm with you. It's, it, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, but it tastes like a, it tastes like a, it tastes like a beer Bellini. Fair. Can we move on? Um, yes. And, and yeah, it? I'd be, I'd be happy with this. Actually, in this conversation with an Italian, I'd love to be like, yeah, but what if you could make this instead of a Bellini and just move on? So let's do that. Cass, what is it? Oh, Did Cass on. quit? Yeah, no, I'm here. You guys are drinking Hudson Valley Silhouette Sour IPA with peach. Okay. Oh, peach. All right. So sour. I guess sour, sour plus peach equals nectarine in my mouth. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. cool. Good job, Hudson nice. Valley. Nice work. Um, all right. So, I guess, you know, so I feel like I've seen a lot of Birifico beers over here and not a lot of Tipo pills. But now I'm hearing you talk about your love of these hops I now need to search out from Germany. How many different style batches, types of beer do you think you make a year? And how many of those get sent over to us in America? Uh, none of them. None of them. <laughs> no, pills comes no, over no. here. No, no. It used to. It used to. But oh, all we right. Had a, we I'm had too a, we old. Had you're a, saying? No, not too. Not that. <laughs> not, not that too old. I mean, a bit too old. Yes, for sure. <laughs> two years too old. Two mm. years too old. Uh, two years ago, it happened in Italy that we had a new uh, a kind of new uh, uh, regulation about the excise you know the alcohol tax yep. and uh, it was stated that uh, if you want to have um, to have a reduction of the excise uh, as a very small brewery um, you are not allowed uh, to sell beer that it's uh, a bulk beer let's say it okay. must be conditions so in bottles or kegs or whatever okay but the tipo pills used to get to the east coast in connecticut to our uh, importer matthias needed of be united in bulk containers and that was the way uh, it used to, that's why it used to be very good uh, to drink even in the U.S. because it was very fresh, very yeah. fresh. Uh, traveling in refrigerated bulk containers, uh, it's like it was uh, lagering in the bulk mm -hmm. containers. So it was very fresh when it when it used to get to Connecticut in in the, in the brewery of uh, of uh, Matthias, and and they used to put it into kegs and, and cans, and the beer was very good, but. The low change in, in Italy, and so I, I'm not able anymore to uh, ship bulk containers of Tipo pills, and none of our beers are now available in the US. And this is very sad to me because it, 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 it's nonsense. I mean, yes. the Italian government will lose some uh, excise, very little, uh, to be honest, but it, it's just uh, no, but nobody's, uh, it, nobody can be happy about this. But now, uh, at the moment, uh, this is uh, what this is this the state of the art. This is the now. Do you have a? Do you have a? So it's always interesting to me when I hear these stories. 
specifically in Italy. Italian government decisions are fascinating if you don't follow them at home, thieves. But yeah, whose business? But whose business were they trying to protect? You know, because there's always mm-hmm. somebody who's like, well. What what is there any sense to this, or they just thought they could tax you and you keep sending it? There you know, be, you know there, what was the idea? I I, uh, I think that, that, that this is a side effect, side effect of the Trump because taxes. Prob- yeah, probably <laughs> they thought no 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 of of the 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 the, the, the this reduction of uh, alcohol excise in Italy. Uh, okay, nobody okay. wanted this. It was just it just happened because the law probably was not that uh, perfect. <laughs> let let me say, but in Italy it it does make sense because if you are a, a small brewery and you have a forty percent reduction of the alcohol excise and the beer excise, maybe you could uh, pr- produce some beers and sell it in bulk containers to other breweries that are not uh, that that that, that uh, have the full uh, excise, you know, and you can yep. make some uh, some uh, side uh, business that are not uh, you you're not supposed to. But uh, for the export, it doesn't make any sense because the excise is paid in the U.S., not in Italy. Right. So that yeah, it's 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 just the buy the bycatch of a yeah. I get it. It's funny in yeah. New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. If I want to support your charity with a keg of beer. Three different applications need to be put into two different parts of New Jersey's government because two different parts of New Jersey's government gets taxed on every keg of beer, and you're not allowed to give away a keg until those two people have approved your tax on that keg. It makes it impossible to, you know, the the easiest thing to do be like, yeah, take a keg. Instead, you've got to somehow, you know, you come up with nine million other ways to support a charity. When here, have a keg of beer and have fun with your friends would be the right easy answer. Anyway, stupid government. Moving on. We all know yeah, that. Yeah, unfortunately, glass, yeah. <laughs> glass number two, John Hall. What you getting? Did John Hall? Sorry, I had, nope. I had it on mute. I was. Um, this is a, a Justin's on some sort of like sweet kick right now because this is. You know, oh boy! Black, black cherry. Uh, black forest, German black forest cake. Uh, again, it's got this thick mouthfeel. I mean, it's some somebody's you know pastry stout with the actual pastries or you know something. It's you're saying don't black. Hate- che- I don't know why our audio is so crappy today. It's not my fault. Yeah, it's 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 a rough one. Um, um, are you at one of your other estates? I don't know about. Where are you? No, I'm at the I'm at the homestead, so uh, I, I'm typically reliable here. Um, I think it's probably just all of those other podcasts using Zoom on a on a Saturday to clog in the information superhighway. So, so you're saying Stay out cherry, of our lane, kids? You're saying cherry, but I'm, I'm getting like more candied cherry. See, I'm getting more figs and prunes, not like a, not like a Belgian strong ale but i don't know more like well i don't want to say thomas hardy because we were talking about the last example but more like a a a british a you know a thick old overcooked 
Maris. Yeah, no, that's why. That's why it's like it's like cooked black cherries, like in syrup to All me. Right. Like yeah, so, it's... I can get that fig and prune thing because it's that darker, richer, yeah. you know, a little bit like meatier kind of uh, fruit thing. But God, but then there's this really nice roast characteristic on the back end of it. Um, that See that? I got so just a, you just tagged what of, I wanted to talk like about. And stuff. Yeah, you just tagged what I wanted to talk about. Where. I feel like I'm sensing a barrel, but also like I'm not sensing a barrel. Like it's fake barrel. Like it's like liquid smoke barrel, but not smoke. Like somebody's <laughs> added. The Frangelico barrel. Oh my God. Somebody found my Frangelica barrel already. I just invented that an hour ago. <laughs> um, no, definitely not nuts, but yeah, it's like, um, it's, it's almost toffee. It, there, there's definitely like a, Yes, there's like a cooked, baked. I mean, it's sugar, clear. It's like clear. It's clear we're dancing. It's clear we're dancing around a barley wine, but it doesn't. I, but it's not. Okay. It doesn't have any of that. It's like it's like half the distance to barley wine. It's like barley wine without age. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like this is this is one of those dangerous beers though, where like I have the first sip and I'm like, oh, that's not for me. And then I'll go back to it a couple of minutes yeah. later. So, I, okay, definitely like it. Up on I definitely and like then, it. I definitely like it. Yeah. And then it's 7 I p.m. Definitely and like you're wondering it, yeah. where the day went. And, but, yeah. This, this, the, 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 the food comparison for this is when the kids brought home a bag with 60,000 little individually wrapped chocolates for Halloween and I grabbed three and then they woke up and there were 70 less than when they went to bed. Like, it's like, oh, I guess I do like yeah. chocolate. Oh, everybody likes yeah. chocolate. There's nothing wrong with liking chocolate. Oh, I'll have another. But make those chocolate figs. And I don't think anybody's ever yeah. eaten figs. I need like, so, what I need is whatever like the Turkish delight of fig candy would be. And then I'd be like, oh, it's like that. It's, yeah. I don't know. There is a fudgy component. The barrel thing that you say, there's a lot going on here. And I want to get back to talking about, you know. All right. So let's move on. What, um, what we were talking about, but this is. This deserves further exploration, for sure. Yeah, I'll I'll sip this all day. Yeah, it's kind of like cocoa powder. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. What is it? Did you reveal Cass, it? Yes, open uh, it. it. This is from <laughs> <laughs> this is from Timber Ales. Uh, it is Hold a on. barley wine in in collaboration oh, with Horace Age Ales from California and our. Wait, it says it says it's hashtag bil. Yeah. Vanilla Maris, life, right? and it's an otter looking out over the ocean. This is, well, this, this is, is just amazing. a delightful and mindful and mindful style barley wine aged on vanilla beans. All right, so that's the fake barrel is the vanilla beans. Did they say English style? Mm. Uh, yes. All right, so so yeah, proper Thomas Hardy's without that prettiness of age. Um. Oh, it's tasty though. Was what's his name involved in this? Mindful. Was Ale. don't drink beer involved in it? Don't drink beer. Yeah, he was involved, no right? Mm. Somebody used this hashtag without him. It just it says it's a collaboration now between Horace Age Dales and Mindful Ills, who we had on the show. Huh. Cool. Well, tasty cool. beer, boys. Well done. All right, let's 12%. get back to it. Oh, putting yeah. it aside till the sun goes down. Twelve oh, percent made at twelve percent. I am drinking this after the sun goes down. Um, All right. 
Oh, it's fun. Anyway, I want to. I want to know if Alex approved that hashtag on the label. If not, TM. Um, all right, let's go back. What? What? You were saying you wanted to follow up, John. So, what's your follow up for Agostino? Oh no, no, no! I was just. I. I just wanted to get back to the conversation. I thought you guys were on a good, th- a good tear. So. All right. Well, back to it, Agostino. So now, with the government screwing you from coming here, are you in most of Europe? Are you largely just Italian focused? Like I said, I was drinking your beer in Denmark, so I know you've made it that far unless that changed. How, what's your reach? Uh, well, honestly, uh, we only have at the moment two countries where we export uh, some beer, uh, mainly Tipo Pils, but not only Tipo Pils, and it's um, Denmark and Estonia. That's it. <laughs> nothing else That's... more or less i mean a few kegs somewhere sometime uh sweden uh the monopole just buy uh six thousand five hundred big bottles of tipo pills uh wow monopole wow. shops and uh what 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 no What's nothing else? else all right so and let's let's get you... let's get into your brewery because I still didn't get that answer to the question I, I, I wanted, and that's because we got distracted by the horrors of government. But besides Tipo Pills, how many other things are you doing? Because, you know, my love of Italian culture says to me, you're cooking a different thing every Sunday night. But I also get that you could be cooking, <laughs> you could be cooking one thing every time and, you know, that's your thing. So, so if, if I was in your place right now, how many fermenters are there and what different things in each one? Okay, uh, so there are probably at the moment uh, something like uh, 12 or 13 different beers in the fermenters or uh, maturation tanks, uh, but also we have a small uh, barrel room where there are a few other beers uh, aging, maybe five, uh-huh. six different uh, parts of them are uh, <clears throat> Brewed with uh, some uh, grapes or uh, using some uh, Brettanomyces uh, contaminated barrels uh, <laughs> or, uh, or something like that, you know. It, it, so, uh, all together, including the barrel room, it, yeah, close to 20. Perfect. And, so, uh, wow. we have, um, uh, I have, uh, I, I think I have. Uh, uh, it's interesting to say that uh, I love uh, the pills uh, my way <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. So I uh, brew a long day year, uh, six different kind of pills beers. I call them the, the six variations, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's uh, <laughs> Tipo pills and uh, Delia and uh, Mrs. Pepper and uh, Extra Hop, Imperial Pills, and uh, um, the last one is uh, the Cuvée de Missionard that we were brewing together with uh, Eric Toft of Schönramer uh, to celebrate our favorite hop supplier in Tetrang. Uh, the Locher family, some good friends, hop <laughs> growers in Tetran. So six variations on the theme 
of the, the, the pills. All of them are dry hopped. All of them are beers where I'm using a kind of a German style hops. Uh, and they range, they, they, they are from 4.3 ABV to up to 5.7. So this is something uh, it's, uh, I really love. And now in the cellar, we have this uh, small batch uh, brewed with the, this new hop, the, the tango that I told you about. That is really very, very interesting. Uh, a nice surprise. Yeah. I'd, so so my, the one that grabbed me years ago was Opal. But you've got me pretty pretty excited for tango. I might have to try to get some and bring it over here um, it's it not available uh, right now it will be available with uh, this year's harvest so okay i will uh, i will look into it yeah so yeah. so one of one of the things i've done it sounds like like what you're talking about is you know it's I, I I'm delighted with with how far you've done, but you know when you're when you're doing this and you've got business and you've got the demands of the crowd and you do want to make the people happy as well as yourself, it's hard to find five and you know four and five weeks for a lager tank. So what we did was buy a lager tank that we just keep a lager in all the time. So now I get to make you know ten a year. So delighted that now I can fool around with Tango where I wouldn't be able to before. When you, when you, so what's made you fall in love with this hop so much? Knowing you know you just listed six with six dramatic hops, what about this one is has grabbed your attention? Besides, you know, what makes it stand out next to its compatriots? Tango, Tango, Tango. It's it's, it's a long story. Um, actually, I mean, I, I not even know if I'm allowed to <laughs> to tell you because oh. I think it's it's gonna be published an article in the U.S. about this. By the way, it's uh, let's say let me make it short and easy. Uh, I had the chance to get a few kilograms of this. Uh, ex let's say let's call it experimental hops. Uh, from uh, from um, some people who are working in the in the Hallertau uh, research center, Hull, and so oh, cool. um, and I and I tried to uh, use it at the best in the whirlpool and then in dry hopping, and I am excited because it's uh, it's quite a, a rough uh, hop. It's not that elegant. But I'm uh, I'm confident that if I use it um, maybe next time in the right way, it will um, give me some very very interesting herbal uh, resinous and uh, intense uh, aromas. So that's why I think it's it's a really interesting one. So. Um, don't miss it in the in the next uh, next harvest. Well, I I will try to. You got me. I I love that a quarter century after Tipo, you're still excited, like enthusiastic, enthusiastic excitement about a new hop for a lager. Like it speaks to the longevity of a of a good palate, a fun project, and and that you know just one new thing can reinvigorate all the excitement of 
you know, being the guy trying to figure out how to make Yaver. I, I, I love that. Thank you so much for, for coming on and talking to us. Oh, I guess, you know, yeah. it's, it's a Thank real you. pleasure. And, and, and go on. Anytime I can imagine a new variation on my uh, pills uh, obsession, uh, I'm happy, you know, excited. Yeah, that so, is amazing. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you. And like I said, I, I, I am doing another visit to Italy. It's been about five years. So we will be over and we will be by you. And I will come knock on your door and annoy you and drink all your beers for you. Of um, course, thank you, you all guys will be welcome. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. So yeah. Hey, hey Mr. Cass. Yeah, you're not allowed. You've got six I'm, bachelor I'm, parties to have. Well, you want to have one of your? <laughs> you want to have one of your? Do you want to have one of your bachelor parties in Chicoterra? Because I'll take you over there. And it, I will, it, will be, it will be. It will be the time. That will. I will have a delayed you, bachelor party. Right, I will show <laughs> you a good time over there. As you all know, I got my second shot yesterday. So in 14 days, I'm getting on a plane somewhere. I just don't know where yet. Um, <laughs> God help that city. That's oh, right. Be afraid. Pull down the shade. Thoughts and prayers. Anyway, Agostino, thank you so much for joining us. Kennedy, you yeah, finally did a great wonderful. job thank getting you. guests and didn't show up. Um, can't believe you. Cass, do, do we have a letter this show? We had a letter last show, which we, amazes me. We don't, unless I was supposed right. to separate that letter for two no, shows. No. Which I felt. Right. Well, no, you're good. Didn't matter. Hey, thieves, please write us a letter. I think we can land here. I'm super excited about Tango, and I'm super excited to, I guess, either get to Denmark, okay. Estonia, or, or Cinque Terre. Whatever. Because um, <laughs> it, it ain't coming here. <laughs> well, I you're, think they're going to fix expected. it. I think they're going to fix it. I think they're going to fix it. I think we're going to start seeing Tipo Pills over here again. It literally, it began... It changed the way we talk about beer on this show, and we're pretty curmudgeonly about changing the way we talk. Yeah. So, so let let's keep embracing that. Uh, again, so Cass, it's time. For By the way, let speech. me let's yes, go. May yep. I say something? Absolutely. Just uh, yes. the 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 Pilsen Love festivals that are um, held in uh, in Maine and in uh, California. Hopefully, after this uh, very sad COVID experience, uh, we'll start again. And on uh, uh, in the festivals, I guarantee there will be at least Tipo Pils, if not Yay. some other variations on the on the Pils theme of Pirificio Italiano. There we go. Problem yeah. solved. Thank you, sir. Love it. Cass, <laughs> Cass, say thank you to the Patreons. Yes, thanks, Patreons. Uh, thank you. All of you that donate to us, uh, it uh, it goes a long way. We, we appreciate you, and it keeps us on the air. Uh, if you would like to write us letters about Italian Pilsner and fun new hops for lager, stealthisbeerpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on all social medias at Steal This Beer and see what we are drinking on Untapped at Steal This Beer. Um, yeah, a pleasure having you on, Agostino. Where can they find you? You guys have some social media? People can be up on on the pills. Yeah, on of your, course. Your Berificio Italiano, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We have we have a we have a website. It's it's uh, the, the, the English version. Um, yeah, just look for Berificio Italiano. Not not Berifico, by the way. Oh, yeah. See, I, 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 I apologize. I apologize. See, no, I, I, I just, know the rule. I'm just kidding. I, I can't miss the chance to, you know. <laughs> yes, easy. Easy. Uh, anyway, well, thank you. And uh, ciao. Get out. Ciao, ragazzi. <laughs>